1: doing last week they had brady this week they got Brainy. we're doing it we're literally doing it differently from everybody else as a matter of fact moving forward
0: from this point on i will not make reference to pff do you not understand that they are that way because you're joe
1: flacco And you just like to discredit things that people deserve credit for that you can't possibly be expected to defend that way. Talk about the game, Sam. So he cares about what people think about us? Yeah, I like football, I like football season, all the things that go with it. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Podcast. Steve Pelizola, Sam Monson. Happy Fourth of July to all of our viewers and listeners it's our uh america's birthday edition of the pff nfl podcast happy america day you broke away from england too right we're all celebrating together
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: ish yeah those those tyrants
0: most of us broke away you know they were able to they were able to steal a little section keep it behind yeah yeah cause a lot of problems
1: yeah those you know are all about that some issues yeah <laughs> British Isles, just a mess sometimes, but uh, yeah, anyway, happy birthday to uh, America. Appreciate everybody, whether you're traveling, grilling out, celebrating, whatever you're doing, uh, appreciate everybody joining us here. So um, we're not wearing the same thing we wore in the last show. It's not, it's not, it's not the case. It was like a whole different, uh, whole different pants going on. That's right. That's right. Totally different. Completely different. Yeah. I mean, this is real. We're live here on Monday morning. Not pre-recorded at all. Doesn't matter, though. Let's go. What are we
0: doing today? Um, we are doing essentially a fantasy draft where we are saying, all right, the entire NFL goes back into the bucket. How are you starting a franchise? You and I are both GMs, yes, general managers for our, our prospective teams, and we're going to start <clears throat> and draft 10 players each. And these are the 10 players that, given no other restrictions, we would uh, start a franchise with.
1: All right, let's do So, the this only thing.
0: competition for either of us is the other person. There aren't, you know, 30 other teams also drafting players, just you and me.
1: All right, <laughs> and then we'll put the. We can do a coach here, too? Uh, Sure. Okay. So, we get a coach. We, we'll start with that.
0: Who's your coach? Who do you want as your coach? Who's well, going to head coach your team? Because that, that obviously affects your scheme. You know, it might affect your drafting.
1: It does. It might affect. I got to. Man, if it does, I'm in trouble. Um, so we're going to go back and forth. We're going to do first pick, and then you get the next two. How do we want to draft this thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, snake order. Is that what it is? That's
1: serpentine. Or... You would just do, well, I mean, there's no snake because there's two of us, but what you would go, snake? if I get the first pick, do you deserve the next two? And then we just go from there, and then we just alternate. I so. Okay. So who wants to go first? Do you have a coin? Let's flip something. I don't. Flip my card. Up your card? I can't reach your card. It's all the way over your side of the table. We'll start with um Okay. So whoever gets the first pick will pick a head coach first and get the first overall pick. Okay. And then the next per- the other person gets the other pick. All right. This is heads. Well, that's
0: you. Let's make it even simpler than that. Steve, the picture of you is you going first.
1: Oh, okay. The picture of But my picture's on the back as me. well. All right. So you get the you get the back of the baseball card. Yes. I get the front of the baseball card. Uh-huh. So like, how, do you, how do you flip a baseball card? I don't know. I also don't want to lose the mint condition to keep this at seven cents. That would be a real shame. It's already a bit of a corner edge. but you know. Yeah, I don't know what the grading is in that. But Here's the flip. I can't even see it. Like this. It's Steve. Okay, you pick first. It's me. I'm the first one. Oh, I kind of wanted the second pick. <laughs> Throw this back on the helmet. Um, so I've got the first pick. Yeah. I so will take... Coach? Andy Reid is my head coach. Andy
0: Reid? Andy Reid. You're not going with Bill Belichick. You, former Patriots fan. No.
1: Want to see him win without Tom Brady. Not going with the greatest coach of all time. I'm an unbiased analyst, no fandom, and I am taking Andy Reid as my head coach. Okay. So, type that in. Who are you taking? So,
0: I think there's obviously an argument for Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time. Uh, Andy Reid was would be on my short list. Um, Mike Vrabel. Uh, I, I like the idea of you know a little bit younger. I'm not. I want to hitch my wagon to too old a guy. You know. You don't know how much longer you're going to have with this guy. I'm, I'm anticipating a long run of success, so I don't want that interrupted. That's by the fair. Head Maybe I should
1: reconsider walking into me. retirement.
0: Um, so that's that's taking Bill Belichick off off the table, but I think Mike Vrabel is a sort of combination, or not, uh, you know, a, a pl- uh, coach of a similar style to Belichick and to uh, to Mike Tomlin in terms of like old school, you know, motivates players in a way that doesn't is difficult to show up sometimes. And I want uh, John Harbaugh though, who I think is the best combination of like old school motivator embracing the new. Technology and information and analytics and decision-making and all those kinds of things, Harbaugh has demonstrated the way that I want my franchise to function. So Harbaugh's my head coach.
1: All right, I like it. Yeah, I want you, uh, here, I'll add you a little column here. Oh, you're going to type it right in. Okay, cool. So you got John Harbaugh, I have Randy Reed. Yeah, I was with you that's why I didn't go really look at Belichick either too. I mean, there's there's an age, there's an age factor here. Yeah. I should have considered just, it more for Andy Reed. But, right. But Belichick's like 70. He's only got a few more years left.
0: He i I mean, look, I don't I don't wanna touch wood. Hopefully Andy's fine, you know, for as many years as he can squeeze out of life, but I don't know that the man's in the best of health, you know.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean these are risk factors. It's a whole group of people that don't don't want you to say stuff like that anymore.
0: I know. I'm just look. I'm, I I wish nothing but the best for Andy Reid. I'm By the just way, saying, I think those people are stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can look at Bill Belichick and be like, the man's old. Like, how much longer does he have left? Can you not also look at Andy Reid and be like, ask exactly the same question for different reasons? You certainly can.
1: But I'm taking Andy Reid because the dude generates offense. He does. And then I'm going to pair him. So I get the first overall pick. <laughs> I will pair Andy Reid with his quarterback, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you're in my head. All right, give me Patrick Mahomes the second. Donovan McNabb. Donovan. Yes, give me Patrick Mahomes. He's my quarterback. He's still the guy that I would start a franchise with. And then your sponsor can be Campbell's Chunky. Uh, now it's just going to be yeah you know, with, with McNabb. Yeah. Versus say ketchup. Right. That's with not, uh, it's not with Mahomes, good. it's not as good. I will say. You'll get to pick your quarterback now and then one more player. Presume, I'm assuming you're going to take a quarterback. You can take anything. Uh-huh. I'm going to say you have to take a quarterback here, though, because you can't just sit. You tell me what I, what I have, have to do. You have to take a quarterback here. I can do
0: whatever I like. No, you have to. The city's you the can't ten get two
1: position two non quarterbacks before I get my. <laughs> don't, don't criticize me because you suck at drafting. I'm changing the these, rules.
0: These are the 10 players I would start a franchise with. This is draft strategy. I don't need to take a quarterback. I'm
1: going to take the second best take quarterback, though.
0: Whoever I want. Did you see there's a there's a radio station in Canada somewhere that spent 24 hours or something playing nothing but Rage Against the Machines? What um, the hell is that song called? The, their famous song. Why Can't Killing I... in the Name of? Yeah, 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 that's it. Which apparently is just Killing in the
1: Name of is not in the title. Oh. Which I only discovered That's probably after. because... Uh... I probably think that because I downloaded it from Napster, <laughs> right? and Napster has in, a lot of fake titles. Or where,
0: yeah, where would you be yeah. in the title, because everyone thinks that is yeah. what it's called. Anyway, like, there's a station that's there's playing... There's a whole
1: bunch of songs that people think Third Eye Blind sa- sang, but it wasn't, wasn't really that. Right. Thanks, there, Napster. There's a station
0: that's just playing that basically on loop, 24 hours. Yes, and, including, and they're taking requests, right? So people will, like, phone up and be like, I want Mariah Carey's All I Want is Christmas, and they'll be like, nope. Rage. Play it again. Just anyway, why did they do that and why is that relevant? I think it's a protest over something. It's difficult. I mean, you could be protesting anything at this point. Who knows? The world's gone to hell in the handbasket. I'm protesting the protest, right? My I only bring this up because of the line you know, I'm not F you own, do what you tell me. So Ah. I pick whoever I like here. I don't need to take a quarterback,
1: huh? Yeah, I didn't think of this from a a draft theory standpoint. You didn't, you didn't. No. that maybe the drop-off from QB1 to QB2 isn't you think that's isn't that why you're
0: massive? not a GM right now? All the Palazzolo for GM shirts, like, this is what you're missing.
1: Yeah, they'll be you, burning you those in the streets after this year episode. Year
0: one, you'd be suckered immediately by somebody, you know, in the draft. And you'd end up, yeah. end up looking like a fool. It's all easy until you're sitting in the seat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, just to save your blushes and not, you know, exploit the process, I will take a quarterback here. Okay. thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Josh Allen. So we don't really have positions here so we can lose that who i think is i think we've seen enough now of good josh allen to know that we're not gonna he's not gonna go back like we're not gonna get bad josh allen again like we are gonna get the good player we've from here on in and when you look at the the composite of his tools and by that i'm adding in in addition to the physical tools that he had at draft time now we have all the mental tools and the intangible tools and like everything he brings to the table
1: dude's done it in the playoffs he's gotten better
0: yeah like we are talking about a guy who might have the best the best total skill set that we've ever seen the only question is can he play at that level for a long period of time and you know achieve the great things that other quarterbacks have achieved but size speed power physically like strength arm strength um accuracy has become a strength now his ability to get everyone wanting to play for him the intangibles in terms of off the field and
1: what he means to that city and like Josh Allen's guy. a guy bigger surprise to you with Josh Allen is it the fact that he developed from an accuracy standpoint or the fact that he has been as freakishly athletic as he's been on the field the idea that they can run design runs with him he's an incredible scrambler because Both of those have surprised me. Accuracy obviously has surprised me because he was inaccurate in college. We haven't seen that improve a ton historically. But I was, I think, just as surprised the fact that he is as big of a freak athletically on an NFL football field.
0: Yeah, I definitely... Not arm
1: strength-wise, but speed and power-wise.
0: I definitely underrated how good an athlete he was um, when I was looking at him as a draft prospect. I didn't think he was that freakish. Um, But the bigger surprise is definitely that he developed the accuracy from being about as inaccurate a quarterback as you're going to find to being one of the more accurate that that is a way look like if you those two things are both surprising but that's a much bigger shock to me I, I just i just didn't see that level of athleticism in college or certainly if i did put it down more to the competition than wow this guy's amazing
1: so i'll say this i took mahomes first i would still start a franchise with mahomes today i think last year at this time that was a slam dunk this year at this time, it's less of a slam dunk. Next year at this time, it could be somebody else. I think next year at this time, if we're saying which quarterback are you definitively starting a franchise with for the next ten years, it could be Mahomes, could be Josh Allen, it could be Justin Herbert or Jill Burrow. Yeah. Right? It could be those two guys are, th-
0: are entering this conversation. Yes. Mahomes, I mean, really, it's down to sample size with all these guys, right? Mahomes has done it for longest. Okay, he's coming off a relatively average year for him, but the sample size of being as good of any, as any quarterback in the NFL is larger for Mahomes than it is for Josh Allen, than it is for Herbert, than it is for Burrow.
1: And, but it's, all of them are heading in the right direction. We have a combination of people catching up to Mahomes... And we also get to see Mahomes without Tyreek Hill and figure out if that is a, a big a, a big factor here. All right. So you could pick any other player in the NFL to go with Josh Allen starting a team. Where are you going?
0: Yeah. Uh I'm gonna start with a wide receiver to give Josh Allen. Um and I think of all the wide receivers in the NFL, the one that I might pick first is Justin Jefferson. Really? Yeah. It's really close between Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, I think would be the other one I would consider. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> both LSU both yeah. at LSU at and look, the same
0: time. I think there's a real I think there's a real argument to split the two and say you go with Jamar Chase because he was better at LSU. And I don't know that you would say we've seen like he was better at LSU and he's dominated day one in the nfl i think you can make a very fair argument to say you know in two years in a year whatever over any period of time he will emerge as the better of the two players because he is just more talented but you look at justin jefferson's game he's been as dominant as any receiver in the nfl through the first couple of years of his career he has a ton of targets but i don't think he gets featured the same way by design as a lot of other receivers in the nfl and I just think he has a complete skill set. The guy has great hands. He's got great route running. He's physical. He's got insane run after the catch skills that I don't think he necessarily gets credit for. Very difficult to bring down once he's got the ball. Um, and I just think you look at that and you say, well, I don't know, in terms of youth plus talent, I don't think you're going to get a better run of a career
1: than Justin Jefferson right now. I mean, he's the closest thing to what De- Devonte Adams has become, right? I think. Mm, yeah justin jefferson high volume receiver that can win everywhere and you know that you're just going to trust to get open make plays yeah how long are we building a team for 10 picks no how many years oh well you're starting from scratch so how long do you want to win games for that's a good question all right so you've got josh allen and justin jefferson all right my pick now yeah i'm going tyree kill
0: <laughs>
1: i'm going to Andy Reid, patrick constructing mahomes. the chiefs yeah okay. but doesn't that doesn't this explain how ridiculous it's been over the last couple of years and how in just this world that we're entering here because I, I still think tyree kill is the perfect rec- receiver for patrick mahomes he's the perfect receiver to threaten the defense uh deep down the field but you can also deploy Tyree Kill as a 150 catch slot receiver or as a gimmick player or as just a deep threat you could do anything with him so I still want Tyree Kill and I think he's got I still think he has four more good years in him the one thing that would keep me away and maybe I should have leaned toward Jamar Chase here if I was going receiver is the idea that Hill's one injury away from losing that speed right you know one little you banged up quad or whatever it is You if you lose one step how much of his special does he lose? Whereas, uh, you know, a bigger receiver, you can handle that a little bit more. You can win in different ways where Tyree Kill's athleticism is the trump card, right? It is the speed and the athleticism and the change of direction, all that stuff. But I don't think there's a better combination than Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill. Yeah. So I'm going to keep them together.
0: I'm also curious for a player whose trump card is that freakish speed and athleticism, what age that starts to go away. Yeah. Like, how long do you have at that level? Because a lot of sports, you know, athletes are pushing their peak deeper and deeper or l- later and later into their life, into their age. But you don't tend to find, you know, like, you don't tend to find like Olympic sprinters, you know, dominating at 40. Like those no. guys, those guys tend to go off pretty quickly. Their peak is still like, you know, where Tyreek Hill is right now, 20s, mid-20s mid to late 20s and it's the second they start to lose something it's gone so you know if you're looking at like longevity I don't know but I would be curious how many years of peak Tyreek Hill we're gonna get All right, you're up Uh, well in which case no hang on I'm not up
1: you're up we don't both get back to back picks I think it was just at the top I thought the whole idea was oh you want to snake the whole time yeah oh okay well then so I get another pick, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, that's oh, how this works. Man. I'll tell you what else is ridiculous when you think about team building. A couple of the next couple, the two of the next couple players I'm considering are also on the same team. On the Rams. Do I go Aaron Donald? Do I go Jalen Ramsey? Maybe I go another receiver. All right. Give me. Uh, considering the Rams players. Maybe you could take both of them. Good. If I go Jamar Chase. Give me Jamar Chase. So I said, hey, I was considering Jamar. Let's go Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill. Those are my players to pair with Patrick Mahomes. So I'll take Jamar Chase. I'll leave the uh, the Rams defenders for you to consider. But isn't that – it is kind of crazy that the Rams two defenders, best cornerback, best defensive lineman, and they're both on the same team over there. But give me Chase because uh, we're sticking to our guns here, that it's a receiver-driven league.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, I thought I was going to get Jamar Shays for a second. I will stay. You could have LSU. Stay, Yeah. I will stay with the wide receiver thing, though, and grab A.J. Brown. Nice. Um, and then, then I'm going to start defense. I am going to grab. Hmm. I'm going to grab Miles Garrett as my first defender. Interesting. I think, again, factoring age into this. I think Miles Garrett gives you the best combination of dominance, complete skill set, and youth on his side. Um, you are
1: leaning young here.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, these are guys I, I want to be good as for as long a period of time as possible. I am not at all fa- factoring in the salary gap implications of this. And I'm just assembling the best talent for the longest period of time I can.
1: Yeah, of course. You just get 10 players, you figure out the rest. Look,
0: somebody else's rest. job is the salary cap thing, right? I got accountant guys for that. I'm just getting the talent in. <laughs> figure out how to get them in. Get them in under you the cap. You figure out how to pay for it. I'm just here to, to bring them in.
1: All right, so I mentioned I was debating Aaron Donald. It is fair. that uh, So he just re-signed his contract. So we might only get him for a few years. I might need to offset... His age, You know, Tyreek Hill might only have a few years left, all that stuff. I'm going to go back-to-back cornerbacks here with my next two picks. So I'll go Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander as my next two. So I got Mahomes. He's thrown to Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase. And then I'll go Ramsey and Jair as my tandem at cornerback. I'm only leaving Donald off here in part because, yeah, we're getting up there. He's already starting to... Th- he's already talked about retirement. Mm. Well, yeah, Once yeah. a guy talks about <laughs> retirement, it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: close. That's like uh, Dana White, you know, the UFC president. He he always had this thing like, if you... The second you think, you know, about anything other than yeah. fighting, you, you leave. Get out of here. Yeah, like, you're in you, trouble. You gotta be... It's gotta be 100% head in the game. Otherwise, you're done. You got no chance. Yeah. I think Donald's still okay, though.
1: Yeah, he's still okay. I mean, so I think people want to hear if... You know, PFF standpoint, we we talk about positional value a lot, and and how great Aaron Donald is. If Aaron Donald was in year five rather than year nine, where would that put him? First defensive High. player off the way, like yeah, ahead well, of Miles Garrett, right? We would, right? Yeah, I agree. I think so. Cool. You're up.
0: Uh, okay. Um, I will take Aaron Donald. Uh, there it is. And. I'm also going to take Kyle Pitts.
1: Kyle Pitts?
0: Yes. Wow. See, my thing with Kyle Pitts is um, I am banking on the talent and the ability for him to become something different. And I, I have confidence in the idea that my coach, John Harbaugh, understands how to use unique athletes. Right? Sure. We're not going to pigeonhole this guy into saying you're our tight end and you're just going to play this way and hope that you're a good enough receiver to you know become a really good tight end. We're like, no, no, no. You are uniquely freaky. If we need you to split out and play X receiver on a snap, that's what you're going to do, and you're going to dominate a corner. If we need you to be in the slot, that's what you're going to do. If we need you in line, you're going to play that. You're going to play everywhere in this offense, and now I'm going to have three uncoverable superstars, and I have the quarterback to get the ball there. You are going to change the game, sir. Wow.
1: A lot of trust for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. And I like that. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go along those same lines then. Um, I mean, the man's 21 years old. Oh, now you, now you care about the age stuff.
0: I've always cared about the age stuff. I'm just saying Aaron Donald is, big, is good enough to break it. I don't, like, I'm going to get a few more good years out of Aaron Donald, and those years are going to be insane. So I'm, I'm
1: willing to roll with that one. You know what else I care about, though, is the best place to play fantasy football this summer. It's Underdog Fantasy. Their Best Ball Mania tournament has $10 million in total prize money, and the best part is you just draft your fantasy football team like we're doing right here, and that's it. There's no waivers, no trades, no win season management. Underdog gives you your best score each week of the season, and the highest scores at the end of the year win. The champion of Best Ball Mania last year drafted right around this time of year, so there's no time like the present to join Underdog Take Your Shot at a million-dollar draft. Plus, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100 when you sign up using the promo code PFF. Also, if you play 10 of those dollars using the promo code PFF, you get a free pff subscription so what are you waiting for head to underdogfantasy.com or the app store play ten dollars with code pff draft your best ball mania team today
0: um the aaron Donald thing is interesting because he's 31 years old but there is there's zero sign of like slowdown, decline whatever like aaron Donald right now is the best version of aaron Donald we've seen he played over a thousand snaps last season and still had an overall PFF grade of ninety three point six, over ninety as a run defender and as a pass rusher. Like the only limiting factor for Aaron Donald, I think in the next few years is is he just going to walk away and say, you know, I had a good career, I'm out of here. But if you could, if you were convinced of the idea that you could have Aaron Donald on the field for as long as Aaron Donald, or as long as he can play at a high level, I mean, I think you're going to get. You could get five more years out of, you know, the greatest defensive player we've seen in decades. His, like if you go to, again, premium stats, just look at his career grades. They're just stupid. Like it's literally, he's been over 90 every year of his career, which has to be the only player in the system that that is true for. His pass rushing grade, a completely pedestrian 77.8 as a rookie with only 44 pressures. He wasn't as good. And nine sacks. And then a a run where every grade has been above 92.7. This actually, this past season, was his worst career, was his worst year as a pass rusher at 92.7. Everything else has been 92.8, 93.6, 94, 93.7, 93. Like, that's nuts. Absolute absurdity. And he's still playing it that way right now, despite his snap- you know his workload actually going up um i mean i would have no no concern whatsoever about drafting aaron donald teaming in with this group of young superstars and expecting you're gonna get like five years of
1: just the best play all right i'll reset my team here before i make my next two picks we're drafting the 10 best players that we would start a franchise with uh, to try to win as long as we want as long as we as long as we can i started with patrick mahomes Added two wide receivers, Tyree Kill and Jamar Chase. Added two corners, Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander. Now, where to go next? I'm debating wide receiver three, right? I mean, it's (laughs) like Steve needs to stay true to to his takes and his axioms, right? I want to get to four wide receivers as fast as possible. I say that a lot. At the same time, you don't always have elite players available at other positions where they're still valuable as well so I'm debating wide receiver three I'm debating going to the uh, defensive line now and I think that's where I'm going to end up looking at some pass rushers okay so I'm going to go back to back picks here TJ Watt and Micah Parsons so that was when you said Kyle Pitts give me Micah Parsons yeah as far as the uh the freak show and this reiterates something we've said a lot to look at this 2021 draft that gave us jamar chase kyle pitts micah parsons as far as you know guys that can take the reins at their respective positions parsons whatever that position is whichever one he wants that's an incredible top of the draft haul that we've seen it just in 2021
0: yeah i thought about taking parsons with the picks with the pick that i took kyle pitts in and now wish that i had um i look there's there's so many different ways of looking at football players and you know analyzing data and evaluating and blah, blah blah um but there is something to the idea of just being able to see guys that look different and I think it's it's a much bigger thing the lower level of football you look at right when you watch high school tape, you can see the n f l players without having to be told who they are they just immediately jump out as they're playing a different game than everybody else like they are not, they're they not the same. Um, you can see it in college as well, generally. You can look at a game, you can tell who the guy that's the high draft pick is most of the time without having to be told. And, you know, even if you didn't know who it was, but you knew somebody in this game was like a really good prospect, generally speaking, it's not going to take you long to figure out who it is. In the NFL, you, it doesn't tend to work the same way. There aren't that many guys that jump out as being just different to everybody else. Micah Parsons was one of those guys and was one of those guys immediately. And that, I've said this before on this pod, but that's why the comparisons to Lawrence Taylor made sense. It wasn't because he's as good as Lawrence Taylor or he'll become as good as Lawrence Taylor, but because he was obviously different. There's just something different Like, you watch Lawrence Taylor play, and he was playing the game at a different level of violence and intensity and explosion than everybody else he was going up against, right? When he arrived at the quarterback, he was destroying those guys. He was taking them and just burying them into the dirt in a way they were not getting hit normally. Parsons was doing the same thing. Like, that guy was beating people at the line... The burst that he accelerated and closed to the quarterback was nuts and when he arrived at the quarterback he had mean intentions and was putting those guys down I don't like his grade last year was obviously crazy I think the best pass rush win rate of any uh, defender any pass rusher in the league there's a lot to love but I think that is an extra thing as well like that different level of intensity and you know impact plays and yeah I think you're right that I don't really care that I don't know what he is yet in terms of is he an edge rusher, is he an off-the-ball linebacker, is he a hybrid? Andy will figure it out. Add him in the same way Kyle Pitts. Bring him in. The the dude is a unique athlete, a unique playmaker. Figure out what it is later and make it work. Um, So I like that pick, and I'm annoyed that I let you have it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, All right. I shall
1: reset. What do you have for a team so far here?
0: So quarterback Josh Allen two wide receivers to throw to Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown a third receiver uh, quote unquote in Kyle Pitts and then two defensive linemen Miles Garrett and the the tail end of Aaron Donald's career for however long that lasts and I'm pretty happy with that to be honest I think yeah. that's a good start obviously the glaring hole right now is I have no corners or coverage players of any description so I will add at least one in cornerback Denzel Ward um, nice nice ward i think is so he's one of those guys where the deeper you dive into the numbers the better he looks yeah um i I think you can you know his pff grade has not necessarily been as elite as you know for example players you've got jair alexander jalen ramsey but denzel ward has definitely been given everything he can handle in terms of a, a role and responsibility within the defense um, and it's one of those guys where it's you don't see him get lose very often, right? You see him give up catches, but you don't see him trailing in a dude's wake having been just dominated, right? He's almost always in sticky coverage. And that's always, like, the first thing that I'm going to be looking for with a corner. It's how difficult is it to shake you generally? And then, you know, once, once that's established, it's, well, then how many plays on the ball can you make and how many, you know, active plays of stopping the receiver make catching the football can you make he doesn't lose very often obviously there's that play in work uh travis kelsey left <laughs> like he's like, grasping a thin air on the floor but that does not
1: always be some of those yes yeah, but that doesn't right? happen
0: to denzel ward very often so i'm gonna bring him in as my number one corner and i'm uh, pretty happy with that then i think i'm gonna go for offensive line Uh, Even though, you know, you can make an argument that the best way of building one is doing the Buffalo Bills approach of basically not touching it and grabbing a bunch of average players, cobbling it together from there. But I think there's value in having a superstar or two on your offensive lineman or on your offensive line. I will go
1: with Rashawn Slater at left tackle. Okay, really? Yeah. Rashawn Slater. I, I really thought, even at the age, you were going to go Trent Williams when you said superstar. Oof. No, the, the highest war we've ever seen. It is.
0: And if I was if I was confident that I would get that version of Trent Williams every year, even I, for three years, I think about it. Yeah, but I don't imagine he's going to repeat that performance again.
1: Yeah. I, so I've debated offensive line here. I would uh, if I had I would pick a different lineman than Rashawn Slater. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to end up there. Um, I, d- I think I would still go wide receiver three, over my first offensive lineman. To be honest, if I was you know just just, just starting a team, and so now I've got to put my money where my mouth is. What I'm trying to debate as that next wide receiver, do I want an uber slot? Maybe a guy that was the most dominant receiver last year statistically, Cooper Cup. Do I want him? I'm not supposed to mention players, you know, before mm. you draft it because you could you could take them. Could do I want Cooper Cup? Or do I want Debo Samuel? Do I want Debo because he could play running back too he could. if I need if I need him. So I'm going Debo Samuel here. I'm going to go Debo as my wide receiver slash running back. And that's going to help me keep defenses off balance, right? The fact that I could have Tyree Hill, Jamar Chase, and Debo all on the field at the same time. So we're starting a franchise, but we're actually putting these players on the field, right? We're going to do some stuff with them. Um, So that, I like that. I feel good about that. Now I would consider, I think I would consider offensive line here. The other considerations, cornerback three. I don't know where to go here. I don't know if there's a clean, is there a clean enough corner to put here? Is there a clean enough tackle to grab here? Or how are we going to handle the graphic here? If I pick the player. Hmm. How are we going to handle the? We just put the player number three. So put, I'll put. Let's do it like Madden does. We'll just say number three Chargers.
0: Well, yeah, it's like the. Uh, it's like a video game that doesn't have the licensing.
1: You know. Yes, that's what the PFF NFL podcast is. Yeah. So we'll say Chargers number three, safety number three, or something like yeah, that yeah. with the Chargers logo next to him. Give me the player. Wow, I'm taking
0: him. So you're working on the basis that if you if you label him correctly he will play yeah, every, oh yeah, every snap for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we don't, I got, it'll just say player.
0: Yeah. On so his, as long on as jersey. you don't
1: jinx him, he will be yeah. available at all times. And now in this round, look, look at my last three players. Look at Steve, hybrid guy here. We have edge slash linebacker Micah Parsons. We have wide receiver slash running back Debo Samuel. And we have the player yeah. who I could deploy everywhere, anywhere. Yeah. He might be my number one tight end. To be honest. He is my number one tight end because I don't have one right That's now. True. Right now he is your number one tight end. He could play linebacker. He could play safety. He could be an edge with TJ Watt and Micah Parsons. We could interchange the player in Parsons defensively. There's so much that we can do. So give me number three on the Chargers. All right. That's my ninth pick. You now have picks nine and ten to round out your team. So this is... Uh, we're finishing. This is it wrapped up. This is it, yeah. Pretty quick and efficient yeah. for us. Um,
0: hmm. I think there's this is a tough spot there's a lot of uh a lot of ways you could go with this i'm not i'm not not going wide receiver three like you because i think kyle pitts takes that box i mean you already kind of have it that's fair yeah um so i'm not adding a receiver to the group even though there's plenty of those available absolutely um i i'm pretty tempted by offensive line on the basis that yeah yeah creep back to what average is great on the other hand Rashawn slater next to quentin nelson
1: yeah, it doesn't mean don't have good offensive line. That's some pretty healthy dominance. Yeah.
0: Um, cornerback number two is a big thing just to make sure you're covered. You with... don't even
1: have CB2 yet?
0: No. I only have Denzel Ward as my True. number yeah. one corner. Um, so I think corner number two is a pretty big priority to make sure you don't get. In a situation where you only have the one superstar and, you know, the, problem on the other side.
1: The problem in the NFL is defining who that guy is, right? If we, if you, there's three cornerbacks that have been drafted in a, this little draft here Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward. Who's the next guy that's a yeah. definitive? And just generally,
0: product? you know, this idea of, I mean, this is something that Eric Eager has been talking about for a long time and they, they kind of proved it out, uh, further with the article they have on, um, you know, perfectly graded coverage plays and those kinds of things, The cornerbacks and coverage generally is a, uh, it's a weak link unit, right? And you need depth. You need good players that run deep. So even if you have two good starting corners, like that's obviously better than one, but it doesn't get you all the way there. And if you have problems at safety in the slot, you still have holes in the coverage. You still have weaknesses in the defense. And you can offset some of that, obviously, with pass rush up front, and with Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald, I'm going to have some pretty good pass rush up front, even if I don't add anybody. Um, but it's a factor, right? So you, you... I think secondary in particular is maybe the hardest unit in the NFL to build because of the number of players you need to have good in order for that to end up as a really good unit. Like, you can't get it done with just one or two guys. You need to be five strong in the secondary for it to end up good. So, Which and is then, why
1: I drafted three.
0: Yes. And then you end up with the problem you pointed out which is like there's a drop-off right who is the next corner that you trust to be that lockdown guy and, and be a really high level so all right I'm gonna go with my uh with my left guard I'm gonna pair Quentin Nelson next to Rashawn Slater and have a dominant left side of the line um and look Nelson isn't just isn't just a guard right the same things Can you really take a guard that high in the regular draft? Well, should you be taking a guard as one of the 10 first players you're constructing a franchise with? Generally, no. If the guard is Quentin Nelson, he's been about as valuable an offensive lineman as there is in the NFL, not just in terms of, you know, relative to money or whatever, but wins above replacement, actually generating the ability to win games from that position. So I think Quentin Nelson breaks rules because of how freaking dominant that guy can be. Healthy Quentin
1: Nelson, I think absolutely justifies a spot there war war backs that up it would have backed it up a little bit more if he didn't get hurt this year yeah um but he is for instance 0.3 wins better than say joe tooney over the last three years and that's a big number 0.3 on its own 0.3 wins at any position is pretty good but particularly at guard it just kind of shows how dominant quentin nelson is while you're debating your last pick yeah. Uh, don't forget, we're trying to build platinum teams here, just like our friends over at Manscaped. Gentlemen, all, all men strive for gold, gold in their life, gold medals, gold watches, gold everything, but there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile, walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless, winning machine. When he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right, Manscaped would like to introduce you to their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Look at this on the... YouTube screen here. here. All the great stuff that you get within the Platinum Package 4.0. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code PFF. Manscaped's brand new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PFF over at Manscaped.com. 20% It's 20% off with free shipping. Manscapes.com. Use the code PFF. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life and get yourself a platinum package for your platinum package. We've still got some of the stuff down here. Look at that.
0: Two-in-one. This is not necessarily the, the thing that I should be using. It's a, it's a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner.
1: Um, but you
0: can imagine how great it would be. I mean, look, if it does wonders for my hair, imagine what it would do for yours. It's a lot of things free. You look at the, the, the information on the side here. It's vegan, dye-free, gluten-free, paraben-free, whatever that is, alcohol-free, cruelty-free, and falate-free. Phalate, Again, whatever that is. A lot of, It doesn't have a lot of things in it. A lot of stuff that's free. A lot of stuff that isn't in in free it. of stuff. Making it so you know, can use. full of
1: goodness. What did we break here? We broke something. What did you break? In I haven't done anything.
0: Oh, you broke ultimate? Yeah. Um, so, Quentin Nelson, that's nine. I need one more player. I think... I'm torn between adding that second corner or adding a, another pass rusher to that defensive front, there's a lot of options in up in the pass rush area. I think, but I think corner is the more important thing to get nailed down. So I'm going to grab JC Jackson as my second corner.
1: JC Jackson, yes. corner two, huh? And really hope that he isn't the product of Bill Belichick. You should have maybe, if you hired Bill Belichick. Instead of John Harbaugh, maybe maybe. So J.C. Jackson, your tenth, your tenth player. We'll throw this stuff on social, and kind of get some uh, get some votes from the fans. Which team do you think is is better? Um, I do not have any offensive linemen yet. I've got three receivers, two corners, two edges, and a safety. So feel good about my secondary. Feel feel good about all the all the perimeter players. Do I go another receiver? A fourth? A third edge, another, you know, another pass rusher. i got all these hybrid players. Do I think about a linebacker? Darius Leonard could be a good player. He'd be the first linebacker I think I'd consider here, right? Friend of me of the show. So my debate right now is between my first offensive lineman and Chris Jones. Chris Jones. As an interior defensive lineman to go with TJ Watt and Micah Parsons. I'm tempted by Chris Jones. It would give me my 10th player. I'd have zero offensive linemen. The lineman I would go with, by the way, is Ryan Ramchak. He'd be my starting tackle. I'd be behind you in my offensive line team-building effort for sure, Mm -hmm. where you have Rashawn Slater and Quentin Nelson. But I think I'll stick to my guns where I think I can get enough mid-tier players on the offensive line that will be okay. Chris Jones is a difference maker up front. I'm not going to play him on the edge like the Chiefs were forced to. Yeah. At one point, I don't think they were forced to. They voluntarily did that. Yeah, they did, but they felt forced because of the lack of production on the edge. But um I gotta say, I think I'm gonna win in uh in the forum of public opinion here.
0: Yeah, it's because people don't focus on offensive line. Yeah, which you don't have any. Of. I'm playing to the crowd. Yeah, I think I'm gonna win the poll. Who's
1: uh who's got the better team?
0: Yeah. Right now, your team is going to look like the Chiefs in the Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes is just getting buried every single snap.
1: Hmm. I should have considered that. <laughs> I should have considered that, maybe. you've got What currently... do you think practice is going to look like well, with yeah. this
0: squad? <laughs> you've got currently this group of uh, seven-on-seven offense going up against Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett, amongst others. Oh, we're playing head-to-head? Well, I'm just saying, you know, that's the reality of what you're dealing with is with no offensive line, you're going to have to block some of the best pass rushers in the NFL.
1: We should fill in the rest of the roster. Like, who we should... Oh, this the, 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 the most PFF NFL podcast thing for us to do would be to fill in the rest of the starters with Thomas Jones All-Star. <laughs> right? The
0: most we, average players yeah. in
1: every spot. So this is what we should do for our next show is we fill in a depth chart for our current rosters. Right? We both have a QB. We both have X number of receivers, whatever. Every other spot we need to determine we both get the same players though right we both get like riley reef you get we both get riley reef at right tackle we both get who's the most average running back right now james connor at running back right we both get the thomas jones all-stars the most average player at every position to fill out the rest of our roster and (laughs) then see what that looks like most average running back right now might be zeke Elliott. We, both, it's gonna, it's gonna really make the fans make uh make our teams look good, right? When they see Zeke, yeah, is the average running back. Who's the most average tight end? Uh, Austin Hooper. I was with thinking that, Austin Hooper too. Question, but, but in today's NFL, he's like still in the top half, probably. God, he, no, he's not. CJ Azama. See the 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 epitome of
0: average. Austin Hooper had a grade of sixty-four last season. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty average. That ranked right in the middle of the back what does
1: my offensive line look like off the top of my head here
0: austin hooper ranked 20th out of 44 tight ends last season he is exactly he's the most average tight end in the nfl without a question
1: i'm gonna have daniel brunskill ode abushi at guard well you'll have quentin nelson Yeah. yeah so i'm already i'm already falling behind here you are Cam Robinson's below average. I won't even so; I won't be that bad at tackle. I'll have uh, Morgan Moses, Alejandro Villanueva out of. Uh, imagine that as my tandem. Bring Alejandro. Alejandro would come out of retirement to play for my team for your team. Yeah, yeah. another yeah. hybrid player came into the NFL as an edge, a kinship defensive with lineman. The, the, the tall GM. I would use. Think about this. Since I am using all my hybrid players, I would use Villanueva in the red zone as a tight as, end, as a receiver, tight end. Yeah, he's a receiver in a triple option offense. Kelvin Beachum is definitely Beecham. one of our tackles. Kelvin Beachum and Brandon Shell <laughs> are probably our tackles. My tackles.
0: Yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence in your offensive line. Maybe, maybe not.
1: I would, I would
0: roll that out. No, I. She, well, you're gonna have to because unless can, it is you drafted a offensive lineman
1: unless it is uh, Villanueva out of retirement along with Morgan Moses. Anyway, that'd be a fun exercise. Fill okay. in the rest of our squad with uh, with an average. That is actually what I think, I think what Eric does to kind of determine war, right? Like in the algorithm and all that stuff, like you plop a player into a roster and simulate it and kind of see what, how the wins would be affected against, you know, the average roster or replacement roster or whatever it might be. So, Yeah. Well, why don't
0: we do that now on the basis that this is quite a short podcast so far? Unless oh, so you want to fill them in right now? Yeah, let's fig- let's sketch out the, the starters, the first twenty-two offense and defense. Figure out where where the holes are and fill so, them in.
1: So I still with the most average player available. So we're going eleven personnel.
0: We go whatever personnel you want to go with. Okay. You just drafted. a... I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pigeonhole your bunch of hybrids into whatever system I want. Okay. You just set your...
1: uh, So I need a running back. Okay. A tight end. We were established a running back is Zeke. Come on, it's not really Zeke. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? I need another DI, two linebackers, a corner, a slot corner, we'll say, and a safety. Fill in the positions that you need. Can we just have Thomas Jones as our running back? He still probably is. Thomas Jones. I feel like he could run for 3.7 yards per carry till he's 50
0: i mean he can look if thomas jones is going to get you exactly what was blocked and no more then he can probably do that now as well as he could do it at the time but no Can't you can't have that
1: charles leno is the left tackle i'd say charles leno and brandon shell are the tackle uh, so you have to take brandon shell i have to team. take at what at, at right tackle okay I have to take. I'll take Charles Leno, or do we want to just get different players? But the, of no, no, we keep
0: them. Keep them the same. We, we we will agree on the Thomas Jones at each position. Okay, so, so you Charles have Brandon Shell at right
1: tackle. As do I, but I have Charles Leno.
0: Okay, at left tackle, he had a good year last year. But it, you know, the... you have to have Austin Hooper as your tight end.
1: There's not somebody more. Average there really than isn't. That. Austin Hooper is the most average tight end in the NFL. That's who you're getting. How about our guards? Ode Abushi, who I mentioned.
0: Uh. What about? Let's see. This is good podcasting. Oh, absolutely. Just doing this live, like the more silence that you can create, in dead air, I think, is is the is Riley term. Reef
1: more of the epitome of dead smack average than Brandon Shell? Probably, since we've used it for a while, as an example of yeah. Let's do Riley Reef. Average. We both get Riley Reef instead of Brandon Shell. Creep back toward average, baby. Who's the most average interior defensive lineman? Because I need one of those guys, too. Who do we have at right tackle? I just put Riley Reef there. Oh, right tackle. Okay. I'm moving on to the DIs. Who's the most average safety? Who's the most average slot corner?
0: Buster Screen? Wait, we had... this. Was Daniel Brunskill a guard? I mentioned Brunskill, yeah. He makes sense. That's one of the guards. I love Brunskill. Former tight end. I'll put him at left guard.
1: Throw him in. And Abushi, You're throwing him at left guard? Doesn't he play right guard? Oh, does he? Yeah, sorry. Odeyabushi could play either side. I'll take Odeyabushi. I need the other one, so I'll take Odeyabushi. Because you already have Quentin Nelson. And then uh, you go find an average center. I'll find an average interior defensive lineman. Draymond Jones. Who's quite the option,
0: actually, at at center. There's a lot of average in today's NFL at center. Put in Marquise Pouncey just to trigger Steelers fans. wow, that would upset a lot of people. Yeah. Shy Tuttle. Andre James actually played pretty much bang average last season for the Raiders. It's only one year. Yeah, it is. Um, Lloyd Cushenberry has improved to average.
1: Tyler Biatish has improved to average. There you go. Tyler Biatish is is the center. Let me just look at last year's DIs because some of these guys have developed... Looking at war, you're looking at grades. I'm looking at war. Yeah. So biotish. I the problem with is biotish is I need to check how to spell it. You know who's a dead smack uh, average interior defensive lineman? No. Matt I- Matt Ioannidis. Is he really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, last harsh. year only 608 snaps, 65 grade. He's been better than that in the past. Yeah. Shelby Harris, another one that was average last year, but uh, Linval Joseph could be the perfect Linval the perfect guy he's also getting old shy Tuttle Justin Jones Jordan Phillips
0: you way Jordan Phillips is average just saying he was last year Tim Settle The dude never barely plays that's not that's not average enough you need a guy you need some playing time here we're getting these guys are, are gonna be serious parts of the team they're mm-hmm. starters no, so I'm, go gonna to need, I'm gonna need go some to playing green. time and I'm going to need bang average.
1: When did Premium Stats start soft saving my uh, filters here, man. Lawrence Guy. Oh, Lawrence Guy could be perfect. How many snaps do he have last year? Uh, five hundred and thirty-two. Yeah, minimum snaps fifty percent. Who's dead smack in the middle? Oh, Bilal Nichols. Bilal Nichols. I think Lawrence Guy is. is Lawrence one Guy of them. works okay. You need, oh, we only need You one need each. two. No, no, I only need one. You only need one, okay. So Lawrence, Lawrence Guy is next to Chris Jones for me. We and need uh, Aaron Donald we we need for you. We do agree on an edge, or at least I do. I need an edge. Be honest. We both, we need two linebackers. We I'll find one. the linebackers. You find your average edge. All right, average edge. That should be easy. Using enough. premium stats here, 2.0. You get 25% off. Using promo code NFLPOD. Oh, wow. Is it Harold Landry? <laughs> oh, man. Imagine that. It might actually be Harold Landry. Joe Schobert, Christian Kirksey. Christian Derrick Kirksey is a good one, right? Derek Barnett. Oh, Derek Barnett. Derek Definitely Barnett. Derek Barnett. Okay. He is. That's what he is. Bobby Okereke.
0: I forgot he changed his pronunciation. Yeah.
1: It's not Okariki.
0: Not. Not anymore. Jermaine Carter.
1: Patrick Queen. Leighton Van has wound up as average. Oh, we have 56 guys ranked. So let me see. Out of that, Logan Wilson might be the most average linebacker. Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb's quite an average linebacker. Cole Holcomb's a good one. Bobby Okereke, though, is also really strong for this exercise. Well, we both need We need, I'll pick one then. That's or both of them, yeah, so yeah. There we go. Cole Holcomb and Bobby
0: Okereke. <laughs> Here we go. So I need a corner and two
1: safeties on defense. I need one most corner and one safety. I think we have to go slot, right? Yes.
0: Ah, uh, so you want the most average slot corner in the NFL. Yeah. That's that's complicated. Might I have to take the ultimate for this one. Slot coverage corner. Here we go. What do we got?
1: <laughs> Could be Byron Murphy. Huh. I wouldn't hate that. Cameron Sutton. <clears throat> he, plays, he plays both. I would not hate
0: that. Let me see. This is terrible. I mean, look. Sometimes you got to accept a little bit of data. Hugo Amati.
1: Ugo, there's no way
0: that guy's average.
1: No? No. Stop it. He's not, he's not even average. Okay. That's mean. Kwan Williams. No, he's been better. He's been good in the in the past. Yeah, it's been a while, though. He's, he's kind of tailed uh, off a little bit. Where's our slot? Where do we put slot stuff now? Slot coverage. Has Chris That's... Harris Jr. regressed to the point where he's average? Yeah, that would confuse the people. Ross Cockrell. <laughs> Ross Cockrell is the answer here. Ross right? Cockrell? Yes. Nothing epitomizes mid-tier slot corner like ross cockrell or avante maddox avante maddox that's the guy all right that's it avante maddox, maddox is our slot corner it's ux right maddox and we both need a safety you need two safeties I need two safeties yeah i need two i'm gonna rethink this safety. running back thing because zeke is not really telling you, it's the guy it really is you go find yourself a more average running back than zeke in today's nfl i'm can't believe he's become a Thomas Jones all-star. Thomas Jones all-star. Mid-tier safety. We've got 65 with at least uh, 50% of snaps last year. Nasir Adeley could be the guy. Logan Ryan, Rodney McLeod. Yes. That's, That's definitely McLeod. one of them
0: for you. And now I need a second one. It's the week. I don't I got you him need in the player. To run out, right. Are you, okay uh who's the second one anthony harris has become average bang yeah. average okay yeah, so i'm harris. gonna
1: go back and look at running backs did i just i'm not uh, buying zeke i mean james connor could be the guy yeah i just uh i just got the eagle safeties you do huh yeah anthony harris running mcleod is that what you got yep now i need a bang average slot receiver i think running back it might be miles gaskin
0: miles gaskin no sony michelle no, he's not. There's no way Sony Michelle is average. You got to be average at like everything.
1: Sony Michelle, man, can cash save his life? Sure he can. No, well, I mean okay. Leonard Fournette <laughs> could be. Leonard Fournette was good last year. He was good. He's pretty good. Let me see. Let's change the filter here. It's great podcasting here. I wish. So it will be a payoff at the end, where we actually have the teams. You know, cats out of the bag. We're not really live. So if you're, you know, live in the chat. We can't respond. We can't respond to exactly what you have there. Uh, Miles Gaskin is the most average running back in the NFL. Miles, G- I could, I could buy that. I could, yeah, I, I would buy that. Right, either him or Devin Singletary. I think there's a pretty good chance it's Miles Gaskin. Let's go, Miles Gaskin. He's our running back.
0: Who is the most average slot receiver in the NFL? Oh, you need an average slot receiver? Is it Jamison Crowder? No, he's he good. better than
1: that. But I think his he's good. grade is not great. Is it? God. The last couple of years he's been good, though. Sterling Shepard? It might be Sterling. He's never really uh, emerged. It's, it's Sterling. Sterling Shepard. So my slot's Debo Samuel. You've got Sterling
0: Shepard? Yeah. And then we have Miles Gaskin as running back. Yeah. Right. Do I have 22 players? That's a good question. I was thinking about drafting Lamar. I do. I have twenty-two players. You were going to draft Lamar at what? Doesn't matter. You were going to you were going to become Bill Polian.
1: Draft Lamar and play him at receiver, and just and and backup just take the hate. How did Taysom Hill not make our top ten here? It's Maybe he's the say. most average at everything. He's the most average quarterback.
0: <laughs> he's should, the most average. Why did you only think of that now? What we should have done was had our ten players that we're starting a franchise with, and then the other twelve starters are all Taysom Hill. Well. what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or we fake invite Sean Payton onto the show now that he's retired <laughs> and say, "And his top ten is all Taysom Hill." Yeah, he yeah. just says Taysom Hill playing every position. So I've got uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, I think nine, when 10, we create 11, the graphics, 12, yeah, twenty. That's what we should do. It's a better idea
0: than what we just did for twenty minutes. We should, we should have our 10 players, and then the depth chart gets filled out by Taysom Hill in every t- other position. You,
1: my, my entire offensive line is yeah. Taysom
0: Hill. If you're, yeah, if you're, exactly. An <laughs> offensive line of five Taysom Hills versus my secondary that's largely Taysom Hill. I, I like my team better. I think it's got a better shot. No, no. Yeah. My... You're telling me that Taysom Hill playing slot corner in both safeties is a weaker proposition than you having this, five offensive linemen
1: that's Taysom Hill. This is a fun exercise though, if you say, Okay, here's Steve's team. Here's my team. I got Patrick Mahomes throwing the Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, yeah, and Debo Samuel. Uh-huh. And he's protected. They're protected by, by five Taysom Hills. Charles Leno, Ode Abushi, Tyler Biotish, Daniel Brunskill, Riley Reeve.
0: Yeah, okay. So run through run through your team however way you want to do it, top to bottom, with the, the average players that we've assembled. Okay.
1: So you start at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Let's go through the positions. Quarterback, my uh, is Mahomes. My running back is the average Miles Gaskin. My receivers all been drafted: Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel. Tight end, I've been assigned the average Austin Hooper. Yep. And my entire offensive line, I have the average Charles Leno, Ode Abushi, Tyler Biotish, Daniel Brunskill, and Riley Reef. That's my offense. Uh, you want to do your offense? Uh, yeah.
0: Um... Quarterback Josh Allen, pretty happy there. Josh Allen will be throwing to Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, the slot Sterling Shepard, who frankly might not get a lot of playing time in this offense, tight end slash receiving weapon, Kyle Pitts, and they will be protected by the offensive line of Rashawn Slater at left tackle, Quentin Nelson at left guard. That's good. Tyler Biatish at
1: center, Daniel Brunskill at right guard, and Brandon Shell. We move right that tackle. to Riley Reef, change that to Riley oh, Reef as our average tackle. Yeah. So your offensive line has two real players, two really good players that you drafted, and then mine has the five average. Yes. Now defensively, from front to back, I got my two edges, TJ Watt and Micah Parsons. We'll start we'll start Parsons on the edge. Those are my two pass rushers. I have interior defensive lineman Chris Jones, and I have the assigned average interior defensive lineman, Lawrence Guy. Two linebackers. Cole Holcomb and Bobby Okereke. And then my corners, Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander on the outside. I've got the average slot, Avante Maddox, assigned to me. At safety, I've got the player, number three on the Chargers, and then the average, Rodney McLeod. All right. Whereas your defense... Start off, I have an edge pairing of Miles Garrett and Derek Barnett. Ironically, they're both same draft class, similar SEC production, very different NFL production. Ended up
0: very different in the NFL. Uh, my interior defensive linemen are
1: Lawrence Guy and Aaron Donald. Um, By the I, way, Barnett is like the classic guy who would have 15 sacks because Aaron Donald's on the football field. Yeah, right? Right. Barnett <laughs> is the guy that you want to build up his 15-sack value and then let him go. go um, linebackers,
0: Cole Holcomb and Bobby Okereke. Uh, corners of Denzel Ward, J.C. Jackson, my slot corner of Avante Maddox, and then, in fact, most of my secondary is the Eagles, and then the safety duo oh, wow, yeah. of Rodney <laughs>
1: McLeod and Anthony Harris. Does this, doesn't this, the, the fact that you took J.C. Jackson 10th, right, versus being assigned who would be the most average outside corner, I don't know who that would be off the top of my head. Yeah. Like Michael Davis or something. But it does make Chargers. me feel better about that. Yeah right that you that you got that position this right. is where the position again it's not this cut and dry when you're building a team in the nfl that you're just immediately assigned an average player but finding an average player isn't all that difficult in the nfl yeah i mean if you go certain you know you're
0: looking at average corner grade overall you're talking about guys like tyson campbell patrick peterson um you know the the dead the tail end of joe hayden's career like definitely feel a lot better
1: about jc jackson than one of those guys you didn't get assigned right one of those guys and you picked jc jackson right yep yeah it's a fun exercise so we'll throw the um we'll have to get like some sort of graphic together which is like here are the guys that are i don't want to be mean to the average guys they're all like on social media and stuff like that you're like oh i'm just a it's a compliment to say you're an average NFL player.
0: Yeah, if you're an average NFL player, that puts you in the top 1% of yeah. the 1%. of the, you're, 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 yeah. you're doing well. You're, you're getting just, paid if you're Austin
1: right. Hooper, or Charles Leno. Which is not Aaron Donald. Riley Reef. Yeah. Anyway, I like my team. I think my team's the...
0: I still think it's a funnier way of doing it is if we put the team out with
1: everybody else being Taysom well, Let's Hill. do that. That'll, we'll do Taysom Hill. We'll tweet that out. Who has the better team of 10 players plus Taysom Hill's? yes yes who has <laughs> top who is the best team with 10 guys we've started a franchise with and then taysom hill filling in the blanks so that's gonna help uh, if the fact that i didn't draft a tight end gives me the edge right because he can at least Does somewhat it? play tight end can he what evidence do we have of that you play h back ish
0: <laughs> ish yeah he can do everything ish that's why he's our extra player
1: tune in next time as we pick uh all four special teams we will pick our favorite, our best special teams units, I, kick off. I don't think we're going to be doing Kick that. return, punt, punt return. No? The, that one guy that always wants us to talk about punters can yeah. be big mad. Guess what? We, yeah, we did, we did not draft punters. We didn't. None we of us, do. in
0: fact, thought that the punter is one of the top ten players we would start yeah. a franchise with. I
1: refuse. If I have this team, I will never punt. Well, no, it's just Taysom Hill is your punter. Oh, yeah, we got Taysom. Yeah. Kicker, punter. Punter and then gunner on the gunner, same, same play. Personal protector while punting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guy does it all. All right. Good show. We're over an hour? I've lost <laughs> track of time. I mean, it's, it's a when show. When did we start? It's a show. It's a show. It's the Look, 4th of July. It's the 4th of July. It's a 4th of July, it's a 4th of July it's show. A show. What a great show.
0: All right. Uh, Nobody's uh, listening it. anyway. They're all like grilling and fireworks and stuff. Nobody's listening to this.
1: Nobody's listening. Absolutely not. Hey, we've got our, uh, we've got two bets in. Already, look at this. I just got sent a Google Doc by um, by Stone Stone, who runs podcasts over here. Just he's he's accumulating our our bets, and we want more bets from our fans here. We have uh, Jake Peters, whose claim is the Patriots' top three picks from 2022. We had more WAR than the Ravens' top three picks minus Ajabu. So that's our bet. Very distinct, distinctive. We know what that is. One number versus the other. We have another guy named James. Who says Jalen Hurts will have the highest PFF grade of any qualifying NFC East quarterback in 2022? <laughs> Where the hell did that bet come from? I don't know, but it's it's in the document. Stone just sent it to me.
0: To us? I see. I'm just. I it's news to me. Which I've would mean,
1: assuming the starters all stay healthy, Jalen Hurts would need to outgrade Carson Wentz. I mean, that, Dak Prescott is the important one. Dak Prescott
0: and Daniel Jones yeah I mean I think it's entirely plausible the first the first ones the Dak he has to break better than Dak Prescott is the point
1: I mean it's it's also I mean if hurts and Daniel like if Daniel Jones outgraded Jalen Hurts that's not a surprise this year
0: no it's not a surprise but in order for this yeah yeah, yeah, I mean Dak
1: is the most difficult one, obviously to overcome if Carson Wentz outgraded Jalen Hurts, I wouldn't be that surprised.
0: No, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if any of the available quarterbacks had a better grade than Jalen Hurts. I would be surprised if Jalen Hurts had a better grade than Dak Prescott, which is the point, which would be why it's a bet. Which is why it's a
1: bet. All right, well, yeah, send us your bets. Uh, we'll see PFF Are we accepting
0: Edge. that one? Do we, are we that – because in order for us to
1: – Oh, we have to accept on the – Well, other
0: in part. order for us to accept that bet, we would
1: have to be pretty adamant that that was wrong. You know? I mean, yeah, I because ex- I, I would predict Dak, and as I just said, Cause I, here's don't, the thing. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the clear-cut number two quarterback in that division. I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones Daniel Jones, or Carson Wentz outgraded Jalen Hurts this year.
0: Agreed, but if you look at last year's grade... I know Hurts was two. Well, not just two, sure. but Dak Prescott's grade was 83.8. Jalen Hurts was 80.8. Like, yeah, they, they were, were actually pretty close. Now, I understand. It got a lot wider if you just focused on passing grade, where Dak Prescott was like 85 and uh, Jalen Hurts was 73. But if we're talking just overall grade, I think that's close enough. You know, you factor in a jump forward in Jalen Hurts, even if he doesn't get better himself just by having A.J. Brown there and the the, the boost that that gives to Devontae Smith and everybody else in that offense and potentially factor in a step back for Dak Prescott with Noah Murray Cooper and the replacement there being Jalen Tolbert and, you know, not necessarily seeing the same Dak again. Mm, it's am it just saying, it wouldn't...
1: The A.J. Brown factor is the one that would give me pause here. I
0: sure. would be surprised but not amazed if Jalen Hurts had a higher overall grade than Dak Prescott next year. So do you not want to accept this? If we made it passing grade, I would accept. Overall grade, I think it's close enough that I'm not... All I'm right, so we
1: send the bet counter back offer to the, the to the place that I don't know where it came from in the first place. James DenGate, yeah, but of course we, I haven't seen this yet. Either. Is what I'm saying? Did we just get emails during the show?
0: No, it's not an email. So anyway, Stone's going to have to go back to James with our counter offer. Counter if we, offer. If we make Jalen Hurts, we'll have the highest PFF passing grade yeah. of any qualifying NFC East quarterback in 2022. That's a bet.
1: Put your money where your mouth is, James. Make it passing grade. And uh, then we're in. We're in. Yeah. All right. So that's the type of stuff we're looking for.
0: So, NFL podcasts at pff.com. Anything you think or our take is ridiculous, it's completely wrong. Here's
1: who I want This all started from us being called Raiders haters. And so I'm waiting for the Raiders haters you. to come in, the people who think we don't talk about your team enough, the that's people true. who think we underrate TJ Watt, all Steelers fans, right? That's I mean, him. there's like three Steelers fans that listen to us let's be serious (laughs) the
0: problem with those is yeah they just there's just a blanket you hate our team as opposed to here's the specific thing that you're really wrong about like you hate you hate the Steelers you hate TJ Watt so
1: yeah but a lot of that comes through like you hate our team because you don't think they're gonna win enough games and all that stuff so So put your money where you might like the Steelers are gonna win 11 games somebody step up Give me a, an over/under for Steelers win totals, but you can't do it with like TJ Watt. It's like, oh,
0: you guys hate TJ Watt, so I'm going to bet he has 20 sacks. Like, all right. I mean, he might. Yeah, I mean, he probably TJ Watt. He could probably easily will. have 20. 17 sanks.
1: game schedule too. You know, that's that was my big issue. Of course. All right. So, good show. Happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday to America. <laughs> um, and uh, what is this is like year five for you in uh, of America of, of being American ish. 2017. Whatever yeah. that makes it. Yeah. Wow, we've been doing it this long, that long, huh? Yeah.
0: Here in person Cool I've now reached the stage Where like I've owned the house For long enough
1: The bits are falling apart On it Oh yeah It's yeah, great Home gotta, ownership You know, <laughs> like Overhaul the thing It's beautiful I know Anyway uh, Thanks to everybody For tuning in We'll uh, send some graphics out Let you guys vote On our teams And uh, yeah Everybody have a great holiday And uh, you'll be back On Thursday With somebody mm. I'm out of here You're out of here Okay right, I'm probably driving right now As we speak How many shows One show Is that all Two. I got just uh, Thursday and then next Monday. Okay. So I'll find some peach. Replacement. Find Renner. Then I'll do some remotes. Okay. We'll be back. Then it's going to be like training camp time. Somebody check Renner's schedule before you know it. Looks wide open to me. <laughs> looks wide open to me. There's no draft going on and there's no podcast. Like, what's he doing? He's probably on some reality show somewhere. Oh, he's got to be at a pool somewhere playing golf. Definitely. He's been golfing a lot lately. I would imagine. He's picking up golf a ton yeah. right now. I would replace all my podcast times with just tea time. Huh. If I was him. Right? Yeah. Cross off tailgate, put tea
0: right. time instead. Just don't even yeah, just just know yourself, you know, leave it. Um, yeah. in the document.
1: Right. Just, just know that tailgate Sorry. time means tea time. Calendar. You can't book anything, my calendar's full. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you see you next time.